Yeah. Uh. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Militant mind, the general nine grip, the crippled blades and a pen that can sharpen your spine tip. Level headed, though my mind flips from side to side. With an acrobat's experience after I stick it, I'm living down a demon possessed. I he yeah, seems Jay's the best for the job with no What's the word, y'all? It's KCR underscore podcast, Neuros Podcast, hashtag KCR. We are KCR and we are back. Babe. For my little moment hiatus we had, we had, you know, just had to take a little break, you know. You now, everybody need to get the juicer charged and everything, get back into the game and everything, you know. Life came at people in full effect, you know. One of our co-hosts just had a baby and everything. Baby. Shout out to J-Bo with his new child. Then he's going to be walking with Elias. <laughs> Boy, name is Elias. <laughs> yeah, well, Elias. You say what? Middle name Samson. <laughs> nah, uh, <that's> <laughs> but Elias worked perfectly. Grab my guitar for that part. You should have said you was gonna say "Walk with a Lion," so I could have just hit a quick ring. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Interest, uh, but yeah. Uh, but you might catch him in a kimono eventually, so man, that'll be nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said, we are back. We are ready to give y'all some content, ready to give y'all some shows. We are live and direct. And this is episode 43 for y'all for Notre Rose Podcast, hashtag KTO. We are KTO. Before we dive into this episode, just do this one simple favor for us because it's been a minute. Follow us on all social media platforms, KTO underscore podcast, Twitter, Instagram, Notre Rose Podcast, Facebook, YouTube, Notre Rose Podcast on all podcast platforms, Google Podcast, Spotify, Anchor, L Podcast, Popping. We are on everything. And don't forget to get your merch at prowrestlingtees.com slash KTR podcast. And don't forget to grab your tickets for Black Wrestlers Matter STL edition right here in the hometown where Royal Rumble was at in St. Louis, Missouri. That will be on February 19th, starting at 6 p.m. And if you cannot make it there in person, we will also be offering a live streaming service as well. We'll drop the links in the description, the info. We're looking at this on YouTube. If you're looking at us on social media, if you're looking on any podcast platform, it'll be right there. Just look in the description and we got y'all. Now let's get down to this because it's been a minute. And like we said, we're speaking about a hometown with wrestlers, Black Wrestlers Matter being here. We had another big event that was here in St. Louis as well, which was the Royal Rumble, which starts off the road to WrestleMania. And right now, their road is looking a little rocky right now. <laughs> but no, for real, though. Uh, Royal Rumble, it, it was a good overall show, you know. I think because it was the first, well, also, it was the first time that a WWE show was in St. Louis since the pandemic. So that's the first thing. Secondly, it came back to the Dome, which was home of the former St. Louis Ram Stadium, with that being in use. So that was a big thing as well. And no, it's just, it was just a good, big feeling. We had our hometown hero come back in town to show us some love with Randy Orton. Also, shout out to Reggie, too, as well, for showing up, doing all his great community service work around not just the St. Louis area, but the community as well with the inner city and the county, all the things he was doing with the Boys and Girls Club, the Jack and Jordan Kersey uh, area over the east side. 
and also with uh, the Boys and Girls Club as well down in our counties and areas. Like, it's, it was just a good overall feeling of what accumulated and happened during this week of Royal Rumble Week. But enough of that good stuff, enough of the small talk, no sap story. Let me get y'all opinion, just an overall opinion of the Royal Rumble. J-Bo, we're going to start with you first. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually looking forward to hearing Har's opinion first. But oh, I, we're going to say that best for last. That's right. That's right. Okay. Uh, let's see. If we're talking specifically about the Royal Rumbles at the Rumble, uh, because I thought all the matches themselves were fine. Um, you, you, you already know what, what the bloodline and Roman Reigns went out there, even though it was a, a, a DQ. He, he still led to SmackDown, then the eventual, the inevitable um, turn from Paul Heyman, uh, with the support of Roman Reigns, we saw that turn coming eventually. There had to be a large climax at some point. It was delayed due to, you know, the panorama. But um, eventually, Roman Reigns came back and showed that Paul Heyman's loyalty was truly with him. But if we're talking about the Royal Rumble specifically, my overall opinion, I think it's the same as most fans, is predictable. Um, you mean that the Royal Wrestling Entertainment let go of what feels like half their roster over the past year just so that we can accumulate to not one but two part-timers winning and eventually main eventing WrestleMania. We saw that coming. Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns obviously not done, but they haven't been done in the last seven years. Um, and Becky Lynch and Ronda Rousey, I mean, that that had to happen eventually. So we saw it coming. It's just upsetting because, you know, there was a lot of fun guys and girls that came out um, you know, in the rumbles and it was good feel, but the winners, we, we just saw it coming. Um, but if I had to highlight just one thing and I just loved it the most was Mickey James coming out with the impact knockout championship. She said she was going to do it on social media. She did it. She came out. That to me was the best moment of the night that made everything worthwhile. In fact, that moment was better than Brock Lesnar or Ronda Rousey winning to me. Um, but that alone just, just made it so predictable say at least i can't really say if it was you know good or bad just predictable for me i overall like the show pretty much you know it it, it was a good minor field but like you say it was predictable for you know the results of who was going to win the women's and the men's royal rumble um shout out to um the match between roman reigns and seth rollins i did like how that match went from beginning to end, even how the match ended in the aftermath of that match. I, I did like that a lot as well. And um, pretty much a good match with like all the mini matches in between with the couple versus couple match, uh, Dewdrop versus Becky Lynch, and as well as the Lashley versus Lesnar match, which was a match that Need that needs to happen that we want to happen, uh, not necessarily made in the fashion that it had to happen, but it had to happen that way because two wrestlers of that magnitude, that stature, didn't really want to show somebody getting pinned and cleaned and fair, like on that type of stage. Not saying that the Royal Rumble isn't that big, but it's not like it's it's second tier to like a WrestleMania and SummerSlam. That's the only way you'll see like a wrestler of that of those two with their dominance to get pinned cleanly. So that, that would be my take on that. But overall, it, it was good, you know, uh, surprise, great surprise interest. I was happy to see my first wife, Cameron, come in 
<laughs> on the women's wrestling on the women's Royal Rumble. I loved her. That was, that was I my heart dropped. But anyway, that's another story. <laughs> but that, that's just my take on the overall. So like I said, I, I liked it, you know. It it could have been better, but we'll we'll touch on that uh a little bit later on the show. It's just giving our overall point of view of the show. So big hard. We, we, we are ready for your tape. I'm just gonna sit back All right. and relax. I'm gonna mute my mic, so I'm, I'm so sorry on my reaction. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. We ready. I'm gonna give the show a solid C if I had to give it a grade. All right. Um, let's talk about what I was impressed with. Um, I had a lot of not a lot of people, but a couple people over to uh, watch it. And Dewdrop impressed pretty much everybody in the room because she's unassuming. Um, you don't expect her to be able to move as well as she does. Um, to have the stamina that she does, you just there's certain things that you don't expect from certain superstars, especially from the outside looking in. And the fact that she won over everybody in the room, and I was even impressed with, with that match. That was actually, other than the Reigns Rollins match, that was by far the best match on the card. Um, Edge and and Beth Phoenix versus Miz and Maurice was okay. It was for their ages. You know, they're they getting up there for their ages. They put on a pretty good mixed tag match. Not mad at that. Um, I am mad that Here both, we go. Title matches, <laughs> <laughs> both title matches on the card ended in less than savory conditions. All right. Um, I get why, because everybody was protected at that pay-per-view. And they kind of had to going into WrestleMania season with as thin a main event roster as they have, they really couldn't they, they, they couldn't bear to have anybody lose. And I understand that, but for having both title matches at the World Rumble end like that, to me, was trash. Brock Lesnar, at this point in time, is, is trash, okay? He's a part-timer. He just suplexes. He just F5s. That match with Bobby Lashley that I was hyped for, that everybody was hyped for, because it was one of the last dream matches of our era, was trash for two athletes of their caliber. And that's largely due to Brock Lesnar's laziness that we know of from the past five years. The man don't like to do nothing. All right. Um, going on with that, he came in <laughs> number 30. <laughs> It won the rumble. There were no surprises in the men's rumble. There was zero. There was no hype to that rumble at all. That was the quietest I'd heard St. Louis for the entire show was that rumble, except when Randy Orton came out, Rey Mysterio, a couple pops. But the only reason the people got hyped during that match was to count. The women's rumble, I think the second year in a row that the women's rumble, in my opinion, outshined the men's rumble not only due to the appearances of all the past people, because I feel like they really need to lower that down in the women's division and maybe shrink the rumble down a little bit. I don't know. I want to throw my two cents in there real quick, because the thing about like as shows going on, I did like notice how like the crowd reaction was like dying off. And one thing. Yeah. I could like, I could, I could see from like your standpoint of saying like how, you know, cause it really wasn't any like, surprise entrance in 
the men's Royal Rumble for first thing. And second, secondly, is as well, is that the show ran late. <laughs> yeah, think about it. We're, we're like we're in the Midwest, so like anything that really goes on after ten o'clock in the show is really just gonna drain us. I know people over like in the East Coast, they use the stuff going on late. Because that, that's that's what they're used to, and that's how it goes. Or like people mm-hmm. in the West, they always use things being early. We're like in the middle, and so if that ended at ten o'clock, I may feel like it'll just be a little bit more energy left. But the fact of the matter is that. Since they had the couples versus couple match leading up to the men's Royal Rumble at like 9:45 and at 10 o'clock, people in the seats like, man. Yep. Oh. <laughs> I'm trying to stay awake. But like I said, those countdowns were keeping people, you know, upbeat and everything. But you could tell for like, you know, with certain superstars that were coming out, it was just like it was like dead silent. Like people would stand up, the countdown, then you see Ridge Holland. Mm-hmm. Like, like dude, the rumble, <laughs> but that too is to my point. People sat down and were more likely to show how tired they was because wasn't nobody to get hyped for. True. Who was there to get hyped for except Randy Orton? Yeah, like mm-hmm. when Randy Orton came out, that's when like, all the energy came up. So yeah, that that was it. Ray Mysterio always gets a pop. Yeah. You know what I mean? Came out first, so he got his pop, but they didn't have consistent pops throughout the world. Nakamura gone. had a great one, he did, yeah, but people <laughs> love to, to sing his theme song. At exactly, any point, everybody looked like dang, everybody loved him. Like, they were, oh. if you, you could have not seen Shinsuke in a year, and you come out to that music, and wherever he is, the crowd is gonna erupt more because of the music and his energy than anything. Yeah, but yeah, Shinsuke get that kind of pop, it's mostly because of his entrance. Right. All right, but my point is the men's yeah, rumble lacked. it lacked again. They don't have anybody, and they didn't have anybody to call because we keep talking about they don't have any other legends left that they can really bring in that actually are able to move now. They just don't have anybody. Bad Bunny had one of the best performances in the rumble. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he, I mean, I'm actually impressed with dude again. He's he's actually not bad as a celebrity guest in the ring. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. so uh, yeah, I don't want to get off too much. I know we're going to go into details, but I feel like it was very average. The rumble match for the men was terrible. The rumble match for the women was better. Um, it still wasn't a great rumble, but it was good. Um, and the Reigns match was good. The, the, the Lynch match was good. The tag match was okay. Uh, Montez Ford got a pretty good pop, too. I was, I was I'm happy that he got a pop. He did. He um, did. Much bigger than Anthony. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, overall, <laughs> overall it was it was average man it was it was it was largely average i would say the difference between uh montez Ford and angela dawkins interest because the thing about when montez ford came out he actually gave the crowd you know some energy and attention you know when he he came out you know he <laughs> gave a little presence showed the cup and everything then ran to ring <laughs> angela dawkins came out he but to be you gotta be real I mean, we be real. I mean, it's a valid point. It's a valid point. It's a valid point, but, but I'm real. saying, like, you know, if you be, be real, I'm, I'm it's being, valid. I'm, I'm be being real. honest. That, that's just I said. That's, just, like one, that's just one. of the points. That's not, just, not lying, but be real. All right, <laughs> Dawkins is respectable. Yeah, well, I'm like, I, I not, love and respect Dawkins a, a lot. But yeah, I'm saying, but he's, but he's like, not my board is what I'm regard. He could have came out hyped doing his little cooking and all that. He wouldn't have got the pop that Montez for. He wouldn't, <laughs> he wouldn't have got it. That's all I'm saying. 
Let's I mean, see. it is what it is. I mean, if we're going to uh, – okay, okay, look, okay, let's dive into the men's Royal Rumble real quick um, and just talk about that because of the fact is just like – they need to utilize that match to – that's the perfect match to build up somebody without trying. Yes. It without. really is. And the fact that they just threw Brock Lesnar in there to win just so you have a, a, a straight line to WrestleMania. It, but it, the way that, that the match ended with Lashley already set him up for WrestleMania is my thing. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like, we, when he lost that, we knew what was coming. Yeah. You knew what was going on. Right. But I didn't – he need the rumble to make that happen. It, that, that's, I that's, that's what I rumble challenge for the other title. That's, that's what I figured. That's where going that's happen. where I was getting at with this men's Royal Rumble at the end. Like that's what should have happened. Yeah. With that with that build up to see who would face Bobby Lashley at WrestleMania. Because obviously you know you want Lesnar to fight Reigns. You could just threw him in because what WrestleMania is at the beginning of April. The only pay-per-view is next is Crown Jewel, and I think that's it. I don't know if they're doing something in March. But like I say, uh, like if you're just gonna throw a part-timer in there, it's no point just have like a lingering storyline of a, a wrestler that's not gonna be there all the way up until April. Because yeah. you could just say you could just throw anybody out there, you could just have ranges fight random two random people leading up to WrestleMania, and then you have Brock Lesnar come out sometime, some point. And just have that match, you know, because you know that's what you want. This could have been the easy way to build up or develop somebody on this roster, but at the same time, like I said, the roster is also depleted. Yeah. The, yeah. the 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 main yeah, to, to piggyback off the rumble issue is that their only their focus is is Lesnar. Their focus is rank. Their focus isn't even the Royal Rumble. Their focus isn't even the, the wrestlers in the Royal Rumble. The Royal Rumble was nothing more than a muse to make the inevitable Lesnar versus Raymond or Reigns clash at Mania just that much more interesting. And you can tell because you not only were they lackluster, but if you actually look at the wrestlers who came out, half of them were tag team wrestlers. Yes, that. that- it was drenched with tag team wrestlers in this. That's all it was. So that also killed out, you know, the energy. Because, yeah, you see Montez Ford, but you already know, okay, well, one of the picks has to be Andrew Dawkins. You see uh, Rey Mysterio's son come out, so you know one of them has to be Rey Mysterio. You see Rich Howland comes out, so you know one of them has to be Sheamus. So it, like, by each person, it also kills that off, too. So there was no goal. There's no focus. In fact, in your opinion, who could have won? Let's say in our dream, where okay, the focus was going to be toward Bobby Lashley for the WWE Championship. Who in this Rumble would have won? In your opinion, should have won to to eventually fight Bobby Lashley. That way, they would have left Lesnar Reigns alone. I who mean, unfortunately, this would this is this the only person it would have to be? Drew McIntyre. Like that's, yeah. that's real like the only person that was in this Royal Rumble match that could have done it, that could have done it pretty much in my opinion. But two things about it, and I still remember the whole thing that says as long as Bobby Lash has that title, you can't face him. And also Drew McIntyre's on SmackDown. The, I mean, when you win the Rumble, it don't really matter. Yeah, it, it does, it doesn't matter. But yeah, but like out of everybody that was in the room that I'm trying to think about, that's really the only person because I'm there's not really much of a buildup of anybody else that was in that match. And, like, the only wrestler that with a good status in that makes sense, mm-hmm. it would have to have been him because 
you could just recreate that whole storyline from last year of when they faced off against each other and just be another rematch. But yeah, it was it, it built itself. It didn't need to sacrifice the rumble victory for that. It built itself. Right. It was already there after the after the, the, the help and the, the betrayal by Paul Heyman. It was already there. Exactly. You know that wasn't and also the thing with the, uh, the men's Royal Rumble, it also it should it needs it also in the past helped other wrestlers, you know, get built up like to show who would make maybe like the next big star coming up in like future years. And it may not have been the winner, but somebody that showcased, you know, great skill and great competition within that match, you know, with the whole thing when they had um the whole shine with uh when Keith Lee was in the match for a second when he has yeah, one they used to have four and the final five exactly off. like you know just somebody gave a little bit of hope or like when Roman Reigns when he first got into it he made all the way to like the last three or four then got eliminated just something like that just just to build somebody like I mean that could have been something I was I kept saying it could have been for somebody like a Montez Ford. Yeah. Like just like he he was started he was in there like at number six could have mm-hmm. just last like a little bit longer to like like I said final four at the max no final six just just to build somebody just yeah. as like okay he he could possibly be next up but there wasn't that at all no when Lesnar came out they fed everybody to Lesnar he yeah. cleaned the ring out until it was him and Drew yeah he even threw um threw, threw Randy out faster than yeah. I thought he was. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they fed the entire roster, the whole idea of a final standoff, the whole idea of what you're talking about, somebody getting built right there at the end. They threw it out the window for Lesnar. And you don't have to do that no more because he's Brock Lesnar. Right. Even if right. he didn't have to toss everybody out and then take the victory. He could have still been in. Somebody could have been built just off eliminating them. Yep. Like, yep. It's so many opportunities to kill somebody. And they chose to feed everybody to Lesnar. Crazy. Hey. Another issue that's coming up with like the Lesnar and even Ronda we'll talk about uh, about them winning is the pure fact that neither Lesnar or Ronda Rousey needed to win. So in other words, Ronda Rousey or Brock Lesnar, they could literally show up tomorrow and be like, eh, I'm done. I don't I don't I don't really want to be here anymore. And they could leave and they good. It's not going to hurt them, not going to hurt their career. It will only hurt the Rumble. But you had almost every other wrestler in that Rumble who would have not only won, but would have sacrificed their body and blood for the next 10 or so years after winning the Rumble and like carry the company and make the Rumble worthwhile. But you got two people here that literally just wanted just for storyline purposes, nothing they actually need. So it, it just once again devalues the the winning just a bit more with that in mind. It, it really did. It really did. And like and like I said, we could transfer over to the women's Royal Rumble now to talk about that because I think we touched on everything. Oh yeah, one more thing about the men's Royal Rumble. Kofi Kingston by Oh yeah. <laughs> well, I was like, that wasn't supposed to happen. <laughs> I, I was hurt. <laughs> watch on tv and you you could see like you know the crowd was like oh you know like they everyone was a little hurt <laughs> the fact yeah. that they not make it and but but i have to give the rep i gotta give them props because they could have just bs it they could have been like no nah, he kind of like raised the floor he didn't really touch it. no like hey man you you touch the floor you're out so i do got to give him respect for calling it as it was as heartbreaking as it was they did make the right call yeah, well, the ref was he, he played that really well. I don't know if he had like a mic in there, somebody telling him what to do, but 
you know, it was like, so if he was like, okay, let's review the play real quick. Okay, what happened? Did he really touch the floor? And then, like, there's like a small conversation, like, yeah, you touched the floor. You got Well, go. his feet were firmly planted. That boy landed and then put his feet up. <laughs> he like he like no, nope, I ain't touch it. <laughs> like that wasn't even close, my boy. That was bad. Yeah, everybody, everybody in the race like, yeah, you gotta go. <laughs> and then you can tell, like, I guess he had a, a more of a part in the ring because up until the next person came out, they just spun the wheel with nobody really doing nothing because it was right, they, body. Were fr- they were freestyling you know, like fly. There was a whole body missing. Everybody punched somebody. Going <laughs> <laughs> to work. Get in the corner. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. Let's uh, get on the, the Women's Royal Rumble. Uh, like I said, first off, Mickey James had the biggest crowd reaction throughout the whole night. That was beautiful. I'm, I'm yeah, gonna, don't get that out of the way first. That, that was that was a great moment. Uh, that was my wife, by the way. So, yeah. Moment of the night. Always good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, Mickey James did have the, the biggest crowd reaction out of any superstar. It might more than Randy Orton as well. I feel like it was up there, definitely. It was up there. It was it was top two. I don't know if it was number two though, but yeah. And she and she came out with her uh impact belt as well. So that was just another big moment breaking the forbidden door talk as well. So but overall, um, like I said, the women's no Royal Rumble was good because you know you're always going to get a number of surprise entrances because of the fact, due to the fact that you know the women's you no know, roster is limited, so you're not going to get much. But you never know who you're going to expect to come back because you know there's been plenty of other women wrestlers that have been injured or have been out of competition for a minute that have been teasing to come back. So you're just anticipating and waiting to see who was going to make their return, who was going to come back. It was nice to see Sasha Banks to be in that match, you know, after talking about with her injury, she recovered fast. Yeah, so shout out to her with that as well. And still don't agree about the ending of it, but hey, let's talk about it. Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey (laughs) was the Women's Royal Rumble winner. I do not agree with that at all. Nope. I I saw it coming because first (laughs) off, Becky Lynch, I mean, she already dominated everybody. She unnecessarily dominated Bianca Belair at SummerSlam. I will never forget that. Um, but with the storyline with how they left off with Becky Lynch winning the triple threat match at WrestleMania and how Ronda Rousey's shoulders wasn't really on the floor and then she just left after that, it was inevitable. She had no other challengers, so Ronda Rousey coming back made sense. So storyline-wise, that makes sense. But once again, that's the problem, is that they're only focusing on storylines and not really building anybody else. So the storyline here is Ronda Rousey coming back in her revenge against Becky Lynch. But it's it was such a great rumble, in my opinion, just so that they can just sort of like how they fed Lesnar, they just fed Rousey at the end. And at the end where Charlotte and Becky Lynch, you know, you heard the crowd. They was getting hyped. Oh, yeah, they about to do something. But then they tussled for like two seconds. She grabbed the leg and flipped them over, and that was it. There was really no energy to that end whatsoever. But, yeah, I mean, that's my take. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It was um, – I've become less of a Ronda Rousey fan during her hiatus because she doesn't really respect the business. Um, to J-Bo's point earlier about how they can just take their ball and go home anytime. 
she'll literally do that. And she'll talk shit the whole time she at home about the fans, <laughs> about the industry, about everything, and then come back and is entitled to the type of treatment that she just got with a, with a title match. And while it makes it, it was obvious once she came out, you knew what was going to happen. All right. The only reason I really hope for Bianca Belair is for the same reason that I knew that once Ronda Rousey came out, she was going to get it is for an actual revenge match um, for the way she was treated earlier. So that was really yeah. the only other option uh, to me. But Ronda Rousey, man, um, I'm, st- I'm, I'm not going to knock her ring work. I feel like she was decent for the time that she was there. She actually wasn't bad in the ring. Um, but she's as a person, as <laughs> a person doing business in the industry, she's a. Uh, Nah, I'm, I'm, I'm not hype about it. I'm, she could have come out on any odd show and challenged for that title because she's Ronda Rousey. Again, yeah. just like Brock, it That's wrote nice. itself. You didn't have to. You And the women are actually in a better position for somebody to win that rumble yes. and make a star of themselves. Like, it's obvious women who are right there on the cusp of moving up. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So it was, it was stupid. It was more stupid than Lesnar's. Because of that, <laughs> she could have literally walked out the next night and been like, Becky Lynch, get out of here, you bitch. You know how they talk about each other. And you come out and do the little talking, and there's the match. You yeah. didn't have to do it. You didn't have to use the Rumble. That was stu- it's, it's a stupid use of something that they've had in their company for so long that I don't even think they know how to use it anymore. They don't know how to use the Rumble no more. They don't know how to use money in the bank no more. They don't know how to use it. They don't know how to use it's just pro- the ring anymore. They don't know how to use the elimination. <laughs> More. They don't know money in the bank anymore. And Any, all of those concepts still work. Yeah, exactly. Those are e- those are easy hand giving ways to help develop new superstars <laughs> without <laughs> trying to develop a new superstar. <laughs> like you really don't have to like the Eliminate Chamber built up. Not saying Kobe didn't have stats, but it helped build them up for that championship so, reign like, with yeah. ease. Like mm-hmm. you didn't have to even try to develop a storyline. He just had Kofi Mania happen within one match. It just that's all it takes is just that was it. one match. Keith Lee, when he was still around, he was built not only from the Royal Rumble, the Survivor Series. Yes, match, the last one with Roman Reigns. That alone would have built him up to so these are just their hand giving <laughs> opportunities. Like you don't need to give it somebody that already has a name for themselves. They could just easy just throw in there one day. And just say, hey, here it is. Like, like what they did with Seth Rollins against Roman Reigns. What Seth Rollins do? He all he just did was show up in Roman's Reigns locker room, and bam, you knew you had that title match. That's and all they was- could did for a Ronda Rousey or a Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. Just have him show up, and that's it. That's it. That's literally it. <laughs> that is literally that. Just that just dropped the ball there. Okay. Um, I mean, I, I don't have really too much to say about the Women's Royal Rumble. Like, those are my two cents. Like, Mickey James had the biggest pop. Ronda Rousey shouldn't have won. And, like... Bro, shout out to Ivory, though. That was hilarious. That was fucking hilarious. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> that was great. That was great. Ultimate Karen move right there. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so with that, because we did we did say um who we would rather have uh well who will be built up, but think about it, it's a lot of women's already that could be built up for the next match. So we know that uh Roman Reigns is gonna fight Brock. We know that Becky Lynch is going to fight uh Ronda Rousey. So 
with that being in mind, who do you think is going to fight Bobby Lashley at WrestleMania and Charlotte Flair at WrestleMania? So, in my opinion, I think well, what they should do is they should go back down to Bianca Belair route for Charlotte Flair. That'll be the only way that match will have like some strong prominence, especially Bianca coming off of a strong WrestleMania last year. And since Drew McIntyre was the last one in the ring with uh, Brock Lesnar, typically you can kind of foreshadow who's going to main event WrestleMania by whoever the last ones are in the Royal Rumble ring. So with uh, uh, Drew McIntyre being there, I see him going against them. Um, I I would have put, you know, some faith in AJ Styles, um, at least lasting to the end. Um, I think AJ Styles versus Bobby Lashley would be a mixed match, but he's like one wrestler. He has not fought for the title and he's showing himself as a face now. And I, I can see that as a potential as well. We think hard. Yeah, I was thinking AJ uh, myself because he can have a good match with anybody, and he hasn't been main event for a while. Um, but really, the the most viable option, the option that makes the most sense, is Drew McIntyre. Yeah, you know that builds itself. And really, who else do they have? It always comes back around to that. Who else do they have that they can throw in that spot right now? True. Nope. Well, they have other wrestlers. They just have not built them up enough for them to be in that spot. They have exactly. So they don't have anybody prepped and ready to go. Ain't nobody full seasons hot ready. Ain't got nobody. Yeah. So like I said, like I said, like Drew McIntyre. Uh, that's man. That's honestly really yeah. it. I I would say Big E, but they moved Big E officially to SmackDown, and so yeah. that just threw me for a loop. I'm like, oh, that's why he, he was one of my picks. You know, I, I thought right. Big E was make some noise out there you know it's a shame you know brock lesnar has this the new day has a brock lesnar curse where both kofi and biggie lost the WWE title to him never got a rematch with them and then they just get thrown into tag team pictures that that is, is honestly the lesnar curse and and right. i hate because biggie would have been great um i i would have loved even if he didn't win just to make it to the end but yeah he's he's tag team again now Right, because they really put Biggie together because Xavier Woods got hurt. So they want a tag team. <laughs> That's really what's going down right now. Yeah, but like I said, fortunately, it is what it is with that. Um, so that that's really it for real. Honestly, that's that's the road to the WrestleMania at this moment. We have no mm -hmm. idea what's gonna happen, but we know we already have two title matches locked down, ready to go. Mm-hmm. That they could say it for a little bit longer. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the way the cookie crumbles, and that's the way our show is going to end. So thank y'all, everybody, for tuning in, joining with us for episode 43. I'm glad y'all came back to listen to us after our little hiatus, but we're back. We're better, and we're going to give y'all that content. Be on the lookout for more stuff to come, more new stuff to come. You no, know, appreciate y'all for supporting us, showing the love. And also, before we sign off, there's one little thing for us real quick. Follow us on all social media platforms, KTL underscore podcast, Twitter, Instagram, Another Rose Podcast, Facebook, YouTube, Another Rose Podcast, all podcast platforms, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Podbean. We are on everything. And don't forget to get your merch at ProRestings.com slash KTR Podcast. And don't forget to grab your tickets for Black Wrestlers Matter, St. Louis edition, February 19th. 6 p.m. Saturday night. Grab them tickets. Tickets is in the link below, description below. You know the good stuff about that. If you can't be there in person, we got a live stream for you too as well. Buy the live stream. Watch it live. 
See some wrestlers coming here. We got Big Swole in the building. We got Two Lin in the building. We got ACH in the building. We got Mike Outlaw in the building. We got Camaro Jackson in the building. We got many more in the building. We got a lot of people in the building. They're, they're there. They're going to be there. Putting performance in for y'all. If y'all want to do a sponsorship to any podcast out there, any, anybody, wrestlers, anybody, hit us up. Because you can sponsor a match. We still got a few matches left to sponsor. Yeah, go go do that. Go grab that real quick. And like I said, that is all the time that we have for today. Thanks for tuning in. KTR, hashtag KTR, KTR, and we are out. What should they do, Big Harv? Man, look, all right, we got videos, okay? We got all the content, all right? We, 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 got, we got the merch. We got the tickets for sale. We got the streams. Pump all them numbers, man. We got we got all the numbers for you to pump. I right? had several several different sets of numbers y'all can pump right now. Let's get to pumping, baby. All right, we gave y'all a break. We took the off time. Oh, we back. All right, let's do this. Pump them numbers. You, you, you. Yeah, numbers, letters, all symbols of man-made devices that could cripple us all. Improve BKNK, panic and with storm hits and knocks out the power grid. Are you fully prepared to live off the grid? How you think?